Today, we're diving into the number one mistake personal trainers are making. And if you want to be an exceptional personal trainer, which we know you do, stay tuned to make sure you are not doing this. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach with the Jock and the Doc Podcast, where fitness meets behavioral science. Join your hosts, Scott Schutte, a seasoned personal trainer, gym owner, and 360 wellness coach, and Dr. Janine Steister, a PhD behaviorist and expert in all things behavior change, as they share their combined expertise to empower fitness professionals like you. With practical tips, cutting-edge topics, and industry-leading guests, you'll learn everything from motivation and goal setting to habit formation and overcoming obstacles. Whether you're a seasoned fitness pro or just starting off your coaching journey, Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach is your essential guide to mastering the art of coaching and changing lives. Okay, what is the number one mistake personal trainers are making? It's simple. The approach personal trainers are making does not line up with the goal the clients want. So the reality is if you're training gen pop, you're typically dealing with people that by and large want some weight loss. And so in going to conferences, talking to trainers, working with gym owners, what we clearly see is three approaches. It's either training, training and nutrition, and then training, nutrition, and something called habit coaching. So when we look at this, the majority of the people that are coming in, they are looking for weight loss. Dr. J just talked about that. And the majority of the people out there are just giving a workout. And so the pros are workouts are good for people. We could talk about it's, it's great for longevity, it's great for strength, it's great for improving all these different things. And that is an important piece of the puzzle. But we need to be clear with the, the, the people that we're working with, that if they're coming in, they're like, okay, I want to work with you, personal trainer guy. And okay. I, want, I, want okay. to lose, I want to lose weight. But our solution is like, okay, well, we're going to start working out two or three times a week. Are you going to join my class? Are you going to do this boot camp? Are you going to do this, whatever it is? Then we're not setting up the right expectations for them. Now, we either need to learn how to approach these other facets of their life that's going to help them lose the weight, or we need to have the person to line them up with that can do that. So it's very important that we're, we're, we're clear in communicating, communicating with the clients that are coming in. Because if they come in, they're like, all right, I wanna work out, I wanna lose weight. And we're like, I have the solution for you, let's start my workout program. And then three months later, they started the workout program and the weight hasn't changed at all. They're like, well, this just isn't working for me. And that's when they stop and they go somewhere else because the expectations haven't been set up and you haven't given them the right approach to line up with what their actual goal is. Yeah, and it's not to say that them training with you and doing these workouts haven't created some other physiological benefits, but if that's not what they came in wanting to measure and wanting to change, they're not seeing that. They're just looking at that number on the scale or whatever it was that was going to let them know if they lost weight. And it also can perpetuate that notion of outworking out your diet. So this notion that, oh, I worked out today, I burned extra calories, so now I can actually even eat more. Well, maybe, and they're still maintaining, but again, the the goal was weight loss. And we more than understand that clients are coming to you asking for things. Do you have a boot camp class? Do you have a hit something? Can I um, train with you four times a week so I can get that? Whatever it is, they're asking for it. And yes, we need to meet the consumer where they are, but it's also our job to educate a little bit because, you know, marketing, social media, all those things are really great at acting like just working out is going to get everybody all of their fitness goals. And we know that that's not true. So the slightly more advanced gym or advanced coach, uh, they do some nutrition as well. And so we see places that, okay, 
you can do workouts and you can do the our nutrition program. Yep. And so we dive into what people are doing nutrition-wise. A lot of times it's giving a meal plan. It's giving some sort of specific macros or calories. It's giving them something that's worked for them personally or that's, that's very popular right now. Yep. And so th the problem with that, it's not taking the person into account. And we're big on this. The exercise science, the nutrition science, it needs to be there. But without taking into account the behavior science, we're not really addressing the individual person. And if we want to have lasting results with people, we need to make sure that we're addressing that person and giving a plan that fits for them based off their personality, their lifestyle, and their environment. Yeah, and it's so interesting to watch people, again, they're coming in, they're asking for nutrition things, or they're asking about their diet, what should they eat, what shouldn't they eat. But there's a couple of things going on. One of them is, again, people hear this, that I need to change my diet, I need to you know, get rid of all carbs or whatever it is um, of the day. But the other part of that is, is they're also looking for the easy button. So we're wired for that easy solution. And so sometimes when people are asking you, what do I eat? They're just hoping you say something unique that they have never yeah. heard before that might work for them. Maybe there's a special food I yeah, haven't heard about it, that exactly. will help me lose the weight. Yes, or yeah, or if I eat just Twinkies, you know, and all of those kind of fun things. But but they're looking for that, that reinforcement that they can eat what they really want yeah. to and still lose weight. So there's this underlying agenda that's not really um, being owned up to and it's just because we're naturally wired that way so when we're giving people a meal plan or whatever and and I talk about this a lot right is how many things at once can one person change and then be consistent with we know no matter what you give someone if they can't be consistent with it the likelihood that it's going to um, create any sort of results is low yep. So when we're not accounting for their lifestyle, their preferences, their habits, how organized are they? Are they fly by the seat of their pants kind of people or are they a planner? All of those things need to be taken into account when we're talking about nutrition. The other thing is, is if somebody's, well, there's a lot of other things, but I'll point out one more. If somebody's dealing with a lot of responsibilities, stress, things like that, Food is such a quick and easy way to get some reward, a little bit of a dopamine hit, all of those wonderful feel-good yeah. kind of things. And so asking somebody to give up some of that on, when they're highly stressed, very busy, all of those things, the body's like, nah, I don't think so. So there's that push and pull. So we really have to take that into context and figure out those small things that they can do that'll move the needle and that is about them. And the third one, and we, we've seen this a lot more, and especially in this last year or two of the yeah. conferences we're going to with Tiny Habits, Atomic Habits, some of these books coming out, and, and, and we're big on this behavior change and habits. And we talk to coaches, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, we do habit coaching. We do training. We do nutrition. We do habit coaching. I'm like, okay, what, Amazing. We, what does that look like? They're like, well, I tell someone to do something, and then I'll, I'll leave them a voicemail every week whether they did it or not. And we're like, well, that's not really habit coaching. That's trying to force someone to do something and, and just – you know, keep this kind of accountability and they either fail, they, 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 they do well at it. It's just yeah, very dichotomous, right? It's like you it's, did or you didn't. Do. Yeah, it's very black or white in the sense of like we, we like to talk more of goodness of fit because it's all about figuring out what's best for that person. Exactly. And it's okay if we don't have the, the right answer day one, but with that, we're figuring out and we're peeling back layers and we're, we're trying to find the right solution for that person. First, I like, well, I know if you eat this much protein and this much carbs and this much fat and you have this many calories and you do this much water, you'll get the results you want. Yes, on paper, that's true. And that's the nutrition science that you have to understand. It's a, it's a part of it. But if you're not taking the behavior science in and taking the account of that person of like, 
how they live their life or how they learn or the personality, their motivators, all these other factors, then, then they're not really getting a lot from you. They might as well just look that up online. Well, yeah, and, and people confuse habit coaching with accountability or check-ins or yeah. things like that. And habits are automaticity. So it's something that I'm doing without thinking, without effort. So if I'm truly coaching up a habit, giving them an entire meal plan that they need to follow for three weeks, I'm not really building a habit. I'm just getting them to do something for three weeks. There's yeah. a difference. There might be um, somebody's getting ready for a wedding or whatever, and they want to sprint. We've talked about the walk, jog, sprint person before. They want to sprint and get this done fast, and you give them something to do for three weeks, and they want to just be all in. That's fine, but it's not developing a habit. Yeah. It's just a short-term behavior change for a short-term result. But to maintain that result and all those types of things, we actually have to have habits. So a couple of things on there is we really have to distinguish what we're doing here. Is this a short-term behavior change for a quick result? Yep. Or are you truly habit coaching? And if you're habit coaching, then you also have to start with some basic principles. Hey, client, you want to lose weight? We got to get into a, a, a caloric deficit. That's just what we're gonna do. Now, how we get there, how that fits into your lifestyle, how that fits into your personality, now we're gonna develop small changes, build those habits. Habits mean I'm doing them consistently over time, and I'm stacking on top of those. So it's much more complex, and we can't do it with a text. We have to find a time to sit down either, and I don't mean literally, yes, you can sit down face to face, it can be over the phone, Zoom, whatever, but have these intimate conversations about their lifestyle, their preferences, and figure out those small habits that we can instill and support and encourage and coach up. And like Scott, you said earlier, it's you might not even get it right the first time or you might get parts of it and have to keep tweaking. But it needs to be a concerted effort that's not just about a weekly check-in or a thumbs up and those types of things. And, and we've talked in previous episodes about this. This is why it's so important to have these conversations off the floor so you can have these one-on-one -on -one talks and figure out more about them. If we're in the middle of the workout and they're like, oh, how do I get more protein? You're like, well, just add some, some whey protein powder. And they're like, well, I don't even do dairy or like I've, I've had some I don't like it or like all these different factors yeah. that you need to figure out for that person. And so that you can create the a customized plan, a truly customized plan, not just something we're advertising as customized, a truly <laughs> customized plan yeah. for that person. So uh, kind of to, to wrap this up, the, the number one mistake we're seeing personal trainers make is, is the approach that they're taking does not line up with the goal that clients are coming in with. So if someone is coming in, and this is what we're seeing is the majority of the, the population out there coming in with a, you know, weight loss, body fat, some sort of, of, of loss goal when it comes to that. And we're just taking them to a workout, it's not enough. If we're just giving them just a nutrition plan, it's not enough. If we're doing our form of habit coaching of forcing them to do something for a period of time, that's not enough. And if you are a new trainer and you're just doing the, 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 the training side, that's actually, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how I started, that's how many coaches started. But in that time, you need to either learn how to take on some of the nutrition and some of the behavior change stuff, or you need to partner with someone that's doing a part of that. Because otherwise, you're gonna have a frustrated client, and then you're gonna be frustrated in the, in the, as a professional because you're not providing what they really want. And it's gonna become a, this circular conversation, and that's when trainers don't really make it in the field. And that's why we, one of the many reasons why we have so much turnover. So figuring it out for yourself, whether you wanna learn this or you want to uh, partner with someone to do this is, is really the, the approach that needs to happen for clients to get long-term success in this field. Yeah, and happy clients is gonna be a happy coach, and it, it, that makes a career, right? So it makes that easier. And I also wanna to stress too that 
those behavior science components of just really how to work with people, their preferences, things like that, that skill set is not just uh, the third thing in this training nutrition. It's part of delivering good nutrition advice yep. is, is understanding the person. And even on the training floor, yep. if I understand your personality, if I understand that you're an all in or a slow and steady or this or that, that can impact how I program for you. So this is a skill set that you can use across no matter what, what niche or what area that you really want to focus in. So basically, if um, you're working with people, you need to understand the behavior <laughs> science. This is what I've learned from the doc. <laughs> so as we wrap up, thanks here. Um, leave down in the comments any questions that you have, any future uh, topics you want us to go over. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next time.